the Speakers Bank Podcast. Our voices, our views. session for today, the Speakers Bank podcast, and our topic for today is about bullying. This is your host, Mimi Lorilla, with my co-host and my team, Nathan, Catherine, and Storm. And today we will be discussing a topic that most of us, almost all of us, will be familiar with because we have our own individual stories about bullying. And I'd like to start the show by saying a few statistics about bullying. So there is a statistic that says children with disabilities are often more likely to be victims of bullying. More than 62% of the students, for example, within the autism spectrum disorder, report being bullied once a week or more. And bullying have ramifications against mental health. The bullying can affect a child or teen's mental health and well-being. So we're just talking about children and teens. We're not even talking about adults that might be victims of bullying as well. But we'll discuss more about that statistic later on. But for now, I'd like us to share our stories about bullying. I'll start first. (laughs) I'll start first. Um, Being a person from another culture, you will experience some sort of bullying in the form of quiet, covert, or overt discrimination. Covert meaning people don't really outright tell you that you're being discriminated, but you can feel it in the tone of their voice, in the way they, they, uh, you know, they uh, interact with you. Overt meaning it's very obvious that they dislike you. For some reason, they can be verbally abusive. Um, so far, they're not physically abusive, but are a little bit threatening. So that's my personal experience. I consider that bullying. But my son was almost bullied at school when a group of boys tried to pick on him, being a new kid in that school and being new to Australia. And unfortunately, the kid, the kids, you know, are groups of people that are mostly migrants as well. Which begs the question, who will bully who? Are the locals bullying the migrants? Or are the migrants bullying other migrants because they will be outshined by newcomers? So I had a little bit of problem uh, with my son, but now he has overcome that. And with Storm's help, maybe Storm will talk about that later on, we have developed some ways to overcome that. And my son is now a thriving house captain, debater in school, active student leader. So he had put that behind him as a part of his experience in life. So that's my story of bullying. How about you, Storm? My story of bullying came up uh, pretty early in my early school life. Um, It all started when um, I had a fellow person with a disability, but he was a learning disability. He had many difficulties about uh, reading, writing and maths and I was the, more of the bubbly type person um, and his integration rate probably preferred me over him so he got envious of that because he probably I'm only doing it to um, 
have an example. Um, whenever I got a praise from my impressionate, the bully, in my case, would want it back, but sometimes he wouldn't get it because the bully didn't work as hard as what I did and he got jealous because of that. Mm -hmm. And that's how it all started. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you. We'll park that for the meantime and we'll discuss the progression sure. of the bullying later on. Nathan, what about you? What's your experience? I was relatively lucky in that um, I actually didn't get bullied through um, primary school and high school, but I actually did um, get bullying later in life when it came to actually boarding. Um, with other people and it didn't come typically through um, you know being so much teased about my disability but rather there's a form of bullying that takes place where when you want when you see someone as an easy target and you want um, control over them and them to do what you want them to do and to mold them into the person that you want them to be rather than rather than have them be free and be yeah. they want to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Catherine? Have you had any experiences of bullying of any form? Yes. Um, I was bullied at primary school and at high school. I don't really remember in kinder. Um, I had some people that um, went, some kids that weren't very nice to me and not inclusive to what I want, like, for instance. When I was a child, I just like, I wouldn't get invited to birthday parties. I would invite them, but they wouldn't invite me. So, and I couldn't, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and at high school, oh, there, there was a guy kept chasing me around the whole school and calling me Elmo. And, but I had to, I had to put people around me as well, which I was very grateful and lucky for. And so I kept, kept those friends. But, yeah, and sometimes people, some people just didn't understand me yeah. and not include. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, now, uh, we just want to clarify to our audience that the topic about bullying is not to lash out on, on people or the potential members of families who may have people in their family who are the bullies. And this is a sensitive issue for people who have family members who are being bullied as well. But we're not doing this as a topic to make them feel offended. We want this topic to be relevant. That's why we are discussing it at the moment. Right, so let's talk about types of bullying. So according to my research, there's physical bullying, which involves hitting, shoving, pushing, tripping, and all kinds of force. Okay, think about that for a while, physical. There's also verbal bullying, which involves hurtful comments, name calling, and teasing, which is probably what you had experienced, they called you Elmo. Yours is probably a combination of verbal and a little bit of physical. And there's also social bullying, which is um, which involves using relationships to hurt someone. You know, feeling outside of the group, isolated, okay? Um, uh, or they deliberately do not include you. And then there's also cyberbullying which happens over the mobile phones and the internet. So do you have 
any thoughts around those different types of bullying? Do you know if there's any other type of bullying that's uh, happening around us at the moment? Um, well, generalization. Like, for example, um, when you have a Muslim, they think, oh, they're terrorists and stuff like that. But it's not, that's not who they are. It's the small minority that's, that's what it mm. causes. And unfortunately, because that small minority, it creates the bullying because it has a, 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 um, a reflection in society when it comes to that sort of stuff. So, mm. say for example, I know a Muslim kid who was my best friend. Um, I don't feel comfortable like I was before because of all the terrorism. I now turn my back on him because it makes me feel more better. Mm. It doesn't make him feel better. Yeah. So in short, bullying is not just um, these ones, the act of physical force, but it's also the the fact that you label people label. And, and then verbalize those labels, then that becomes bullying Correct. as well. And it's not just because of the disability, but other aspects of who you are. Like, uh, I've always been a short girl, so I'm always picked on for being little, but I've embraced it. Mm. Now I rely on people to pick up stuff for me, especially if I have to reach on high places. You know, you just have to turn things around from the negative to positive, right? So, Storm, can you tell me what happened um, in terms of those bullying incidents? How were you able to um, confront those people who bullied you? Well, this person uh, who, had the, who had the disability, who had the learning disability, um, he actually gave his group of friends my name and he told them stuff about me and they believed whatever that he believed because that's what the, I call them the sheep bullies because those are the people that just follow the 30 yard ringleader mm -hmm. in this case the bully so he kept telling them stuff that wasn't true and then the name calling started what would happen is the bully uh, would start calling me oh, um, retard and they would just go around around in circles. So what I did was to combat that. Now it took ages because I went through depression, you know, the, the side effects of bullying. Mm. And I managed to get a group of my own friends to protect me as a shield. So whenever I felt in pain, they felt it too. So it wasn't like I copped all the brunt. Mm. So the support group is really, support really group important. Is, support group is key when you're doing any issue with uh, bullying. Right, okay. I'll ask Nathan some questions about, because I remember you said what really irritates you. In another episode of this podcast, I remember you saying that one of the things that irritated you is people's perceptions that you can never be someone else other than who you are right now. So it's the never-never. You can never walk, you can never talk. I think that's a one, one kind of a verbal verbal not verbal bullying. I'm not sure if it's how a, does it become a form of manipulation. An, yeah. When is bullying bullying different from becoming an abuse? What's your take on that? I think there I think there's different levels of, of bullying to be honest. Mm -hmm. there, there's the general teasing and then I think especially when you come out of high school and you get into a roommate or a boarding situation, it can it can escalate from, you know, 
teasing which you see in high school and it can go straight through to okay the adult in the adult world bullying is usually I'm going to manipulate you to do what I want you to do I'm going to control every aspect of your life and you know force you to be someone that you're not and I'm going to and to be you know to be treated like you know a child when you when you're paying your fair share of rent this is back thankfully it's not like it is it's, that's not how it is now but back a couple of years ago I was living in a, in a life where I was paying rent to be essentially treated like a child which is a form of bullying because it's, it's demeaning you and it's making you feel very very small mm. so in that case there's something about mental health and bullying that's really closely related so um, in, in, in your specific case yep. how did that affect your mental health in general did you become you know, confined in yourself, yeah, or I did was, you backlash on other people? Did you become very difficult to deal with? How was that experience for you? I kind of have had periods of time where someone would do something small to annoy me, and I just explode. Other times, I I just want to sit in the corner and cry. I, I did get to you know one stage where I thought I I feel I feel like I felt like there was no way out. I had you know I I got you know depressed to the point where I thought okay. Well, I can't. I don't have the guts to actually, you know, commit suicide because my my faith forbids that. Mm. But I figured, you know what? I'm just gonna eat, you know, as much junk food as I can. Hopefully, that I was. My hope was that that would kill me. Mm. Now, thankfully, it's not like that now. Mm. But so that means you've overcome it. Yeah, it ha but it had its ramifications to the point where, you know, family was really worried for my mental health. Mm, exactly. So, at least you were at that point where you were able to go through that and get over it that quickly. Maybe yeah, it's not as quick exactly. as you would have wanted it, but still you, you had overcome it. So, Catherine, being the, um, I'm not saying being the only girl in the group, but being um, the other female in this group, can you say that the bullying girls experience is greater than how boys probably experience it? Or do you think it's about the same? It's, you're not spared regardless of whether you're a boy or a girl. What, what, what's your, what's your idea? I feel that girls are a bit more sensitive than boys. So in that way, are you more prone to be a target of bullying? Yeah. Tell us your experience before. Do you feel that they singled you out because you were a girl, or is it simply because of your disability? Because of my disability. So you didn't think that because I'm a girl, that I'll be picked on more than you probably would a person that's not a girl yes. like me? Um, I don't know. I think or is it because you're, you're sensitive, as you said? I'm sensitive and. Yeah, you're a bit sensitive. Yeah. yeah. So, did you feel the same way when you were picked on when you were uh, I just felt like, um, what did I do to deserve this? Um, because my personality is a chatterbox that is cheeky, just wants to get to know people. Yeah. Not the type of person that just, you know, it's like a. I felt like a. I felt like a brick wall, and people just. Hitting me, hitting me, and I couldn't find a way to, to, mm. to get out. But thankfully, through my dad, my mom, my sister, um, we got through it. Um, so, family is key family is to your recovery. And then finding other pieces to the puzzle that help you combat the bullying. Mm. Uh, like, remember what I was talking about with creating shields? 
and then also when you create the shield, then you create the system and have your own army versus their army. And then eventually you get the teachers on side. Because what happens is if you've got more witnesses to the incident, the teachers will believe your side of the story. If it's one person and you're getting picked on and there's a couple others, and this is from my experience, they will believe the point. Okay. Now I will throw another question to you guys. I'm a mom. And if I know that one of my kids is being bullied, I'll rush to their aid. Should parents intervene? If you if you had an issue with a bully, should you get your parents to defend you or should you do it yes. on your own? Nathan. I think I absolutely I, I think if it's to, to the point where where it is with, with what we see with cyberbullying, cyber you should not only get your parents involved, but if, if necessary, if it gets that bad, you know, even go to the police, you know, you know, when you reach a certain age, you know, charges can be laid and things can get quite serious. Mm, yeah, what are your thoughts, Catherine? Should parents intervene or leave the kid to settle it on his yeah. or her own? Parents should be supporting the child and protecting of that situation. Mm. My experience is a little bit different. My son said, Mom, I don't want you to intervene. I have to show the bullies that I can overcome this with your other tips about the shield and the group and the ABC zone, the green, yellow, and red zone. Because he said to me that if the kids know that I'm this protective shield, then they will pick on him more because they know that you're a chicken, you've got your mom yeah. next to you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what they call mother's mom. mom mother's yeah, so what I did was to be on the sideline. I'm working with the teacher behind the scenes. You know, we're monitoring, we, we have other strategies to help him, but I'm not in the front line. No. Yeah, because if I'm in the front line, then I'll be punching those kids. Pardon, I'm not really, I'm not really a, a violent yeah. person. But, so, but it's a natural instinct. So in a way, you're pref you're, you prefer to, to provide the aftercare support, like the after-school kind of refuge. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. Like the parent should be talking to you about it instead of being about supporting you and giving you ideas for you to deal with it. Yeah, because yeah. I realize it's probably uh, better that I did not interfere, otherwise he would not have had the outcome that, that he wanted. Okay, guys, I think we're going towards the end of our discussion. The last question that I want to ask you is, how do you think other people can handle or manage bullying? What is a strategy or advice that you can give them if they are in the situation already or about to be in that situation? Uh, for me, it's about support, plan, and then produce. Support, plan, and, and produce. Meaning? Meaning, get the result that you're after when you're doing the plan, stick to the plan, and don't avert from it. Right, fantastic. Nathan, any advice? Coming, coming as a, at it from you know an adult perspective, I think that you, especially if you if you're in a roommate situation, I think you definitely have to tell you know people that you know are going to believe you. And I think worst case scenario, you 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 know you need to tell. If all else fails, you definitely need to tell government agencies and perhaps even the police if it gets to a stage where it's becoming abusive. Mm, that's true. How about you, Catherine? Any advice for other people or families who might be in a similar situation? Families with kids with special needs? Yes. Or anyone who's 
prone or uh, would be a target for bullying? Well, my advice would be just to keep strong and think positive. Think of the person you are and not the enemy and talk about similar opinion. I think what you need to do is don't hold it in. Don't keep it a secret. You have to let your support network, support group know, whether it's your teacher, a counselor, a close family friend, because if you keep bottling inside of you, then the problem's not going to be solved. It has to be solved somehow, some way or the other, right? So, um, and I think this is a healthy discussion. We need to keep the, the, the conversations going because unless we are truly educated about bullying, it will never ever dissipate or it will always be at that level where it, it hurts people. And we've not even talked about cyberbullying, which leads to teenage suicidal um, episodes. So that's another whole conversation on its own. We've just scratched the surface about bullying. But it's, it's a good discussion, guys. And I really thank you again for being with me today here in our podcast. and. Uh, I'm hoping that we were able to impart um, knowledge to uh, our listeners and that we were able to shift their mindset a little bit about bullying. And um, we'll see you again at the next episode. So goodbye for now, guys. Just wave a little bit of a goodbye wave there. Bye, guys. And then uh, we'll see you at our next episode. Bye.